Hello guys and welcome to the Drive Home Breakdown. We have a huge movie to talk about this week. Uh, that movie is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And uh, we uh, we just got to see it this, uh, this, this past weekend. I know it has been out in uh, other parts of the world for a while now. But uh, we just got our just got our grubby little mitts on it this past weekend and um well i won't go into too much detail but uh it was a fun fun ride um and uh we definitely had uh, lots to talk about with this one um it uh it's something i know brent and i both have been uh, waiting for for some time and man they just uh ah, you know it's uh it was one that was very fun to talk about. So uh, anyway, hope you guys enjoy our drive home breakdown of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Three, two, one, go. Post movie popcorn. How have we not thought of this before? This is a great idea. Sound of us munching on popcorn. It's got to be genius. I think that if we had had this thought 10 years ago, we would have fucking named the podcast Post Movie Popcorn. That's how strongly I feel about this idea, Tony. I do like this popcorn. Okay, so, um, Tony, we just saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We did. And I remember saying to you, just before the movie started, <laughs> there's no way this could be as good as the first Guardians. But that isn't true. Number one, I didn't say it. And number two, it ain't true! <laughs> I I really was, I mean, I was like, I don't remember you saying that, but okay, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Maybe um, he's going to go somewhere with it. And yes, it would have been a fallacy had you said it, because man. God damn, it was good. Oh my God. You know, I was I was trying to imagine myself like, had I watched this, say for the first time, like have maybe never having watched a Marvel movie or anything, like how, how would, would some of the jokes had had worked and you know there's some that definitely you need to know the characters for them to really play you yeah. know a lot of the stuff with Drax you know you gotta kinda understand his character like what you know my turds are legendary my turds are legendary <laughs> <laughs> before I forget real quick before I forget there's one gag in the movie I, I was like oh my god how did they not do that Yeah. and then I kinda found out later because they played on this but I was so hoping they kept talking about that, and then Drax says, "Oh, it's the One Inch Man," and I was wanting him to come down and him being like, "Are you the One Inch Man?" And he'd be like, "No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not." You know, I was so waiting for that, but then of course they did a lot more dick jokes later yeah, in the film. So, do you have a penis? <laughs> um, before before I forget, I have to say that maybe maybe my favorite gag in the entire movie. Is Rooker coming down? I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> I, I, I might have hurt myself laughing at that. Oh my god! Oh uh, my god, that was so funny. You know, so it's funny. just it, the, the the writing is just it's so good. I mean, because you know they oh, get dude. you they get you like twice. They get you twice with the joke before they really like knock it out of the park well, with that one. And the best part too is like that the, like. It starts off like you look like fucking Mary or freaking Mary, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Is he cool? Is he cool? <laughs> and then you have that really sweet moment where he's like, "Yeah, yeah, damn right yeah. he's cool. Damn right he's cool." You know, it's like <laughs> it's it's kind of like a sweet moment, and then it, and then it turns into another funny moment. Like they just oh, they have you man. laugh, and then kind of be like you know, kind of sentimental, and then laugh again. Oh man, they did oh, such a good job. So that movie. good, so good. I um I thought the movie had like the perfect kind of balance of like sentimentality yeah and and just you know outrageous fun. Well, I didn't want to say say anything because you know we don't we never but like someone at at um at my work had mentioned one little thing you know and I hate that I'm always like don't say anything about yeah. it don't you know I mean I I will I, the it was good or you know I was I'm not so sure about it. like that I'll I'll accept because I'm like look you know it's hard to be like I. You know, like, what are you going to say? But, like, beyond that, don't say anything. But somebody said, like, yeah, it was it was, it was, it was, a, little, it was a little darker than the first one. Huh. And I remember thinking, like, you know, it, like, it kind of hit me, and I, I was like, forget like, this, I didn't forget this, know that. forget this, forget this. And then I'm watching yeah. the movie, and I'm really kind of having a hard time. Like, was it, yes, I mean, like, a, a major character who you, you don't you necessarily really, know how you feel about, you know. You really you come to love really come to really, Exactly. Um, you know, dies. But I, like, I think they, you know, they, they gave it the right, you know, reverence and everything like they, they they did you know they had some fun with it they you know it was sentimental it was you know they, they hit all the right notes for it so it's like i didn't you know 
I, I didn't feel down about it, you know. I mean, like, I mean, you know, uh, uh, beyond just the, like, you know, moment itself, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I, the, the main thing that I was thinking of in that moment is just, come on, no more Rooker. I like, know. no Rooker in Guardians 3. I am. I love Rooker so much, and I I mean, like, I can't tell you how it's... on the way out is the worst fucking idea we've ever had in my entire life. Because <laughs> I'm sitting here holding it and trying not to eat it. Man, you're eating it anyway. And I'm eating it. I mean, and it's coming down it, like a good inch and a half. And it doesn't even belong to you. Technically, it it's my wife's popcorn. True. Um, which we're taking home to her because it just occurred to me that, you know, everybody's like, why is he holding her popcorn if she's yeah. in the back seat or, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, we like to make things different. We do. She she came separately. She's in a different car. <laughs> but we have her popcorn. Um, she's Hanging out the back trunk with a rope like uh, like Drax like does. Drax. In Drax-esque fashion. Dude, I, they, God, you know, they... You know, okay, so the, the idea you had, I will admit, I, 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 I had become to love that idea so much... Yes. ...that I really, when I went... When, at the very beginning of the movie, I mean, you're basically like, okay, no, it's his dad. I mean, like, nope, they... They're not doing that. They're not doing that. And if there's a, part, a little part of me that's like, ah, <laughs> But... Man, they just no, really did so good. And, great. you know... It was great. I think you knew that he was going to end up being kind of the character that it ended up sort of being. Yeah. But, man, they kept going with it. And I kept saying, like, man, how are they going to do this? And I just want to point out, you're now eating it, too. So, Shelly, if you're listening to this, you know I wasn't the only one eating it. So good. Um, but, like, they, they, they did a good job of kind of easing you into it that at a certain point, you're like, well, I mean, what? so what is it going to be? Like, yeah. I don't I don't quite We're, get... The villain hasn't showed up yet. The Who's the villain going to be? Yeah. You know? Because I guess I guess they're kind of like leading on, like, well, it's going to be the sovereign, but yeah, I mean, I think but, you I mean, know it's but honestly, be him. they don't, they don't really give you much else. You're like yeah. at this point, like, we should have had the setup for the villain, and we have it, which means yeah. that it's going to be a, a a villain reveal. Yeah, you definitely, it definitely felt very like it had a lot of like. Had a lot of, like Star Trek kind of qualities about it. Like had that yep. whole like landing on the perfect planet that everything's beautiful and nothing can be evil. Yet the planet is trying to kill you. You yes. know, like and like yet they had there's that. something horrifying. And then they had the whole uh, <laughs> what was the whole scene where um, uh, he's <laughs> like I don't know. All I can think of is that that scene where uh, he, he's showing him like the like him making the love cup, to all the, the different couples. I just, all I can think was Captain Kirk. I was like, this is yep. this, this is, Kirk. is fucking Kirk. He has fucked a, a woman or well. He's fucked something yeah. on every planet in the in the you know. What's the known what's the universe. species in the first movie that they, they keep making a joke about? Peter slept with an Escatarian. Oh yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who has uh, or Escatarian? I think Escatarian is aren't Escatarians the ones who eat fish but not meat or is something that, like that's that. Pescatarian maybe. <laughs> anyway, something like. But that. Uh, Peter slept with a, a tentacle girl who doesn't eat meat but does eat fish, and. And I noticed that one of the, yeah, <laughs> couplings was with some sort of tentacled being. I'm like, yep, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I really did like that that whole because I kept, you know, I kept need you, you kind of needed a reason to really, I mean, like even though they kind of said like he's going to destroy the universe and turn into his own image or whatever. Yeah. And I kept saying like, okay, that's yes, that's, you know, bad. But like, there yeah. wasn't like this visceral thing. Until they showed, like, the bodies of his dead kids that, you know, none yeah. of them had ended up having the genes, so he killed them, you know? Yeah. Like, and that made it, and that made it, you know, like, oh, okay, yeah, he, he is a piece of shit. Um, uh, man, he did a good job, though. Yeah, God, he's, fucking, he's just fucking... I fucking love Kurt Russell, man. I'd watch him read the phone book, for real. Oh, dude. He's just... And uh, David Hasselhoff. And, okay, so seriously, <laughs> best, best cameo ever, dude. Best fucking cameo ever. <laughs> and, you know, it says something about the Hoff... I mean, what's the guy known for? I mean, Baywatch, yes, but I mean, he's known for doing a kids' adventure television yeah. series in the '80s, which frankly is not very watchable by modern standards. Uh, and I've rough. tried, I've fucking tried, Tony, and it's very difficult to watch. But something about him, something about his charisma or whatever, people fucking love David Hasselhoff. Hey, dude, he, and I'm one of them. I mean, yeah. I think he's fucking great. Well, and I love, I really do love, like, I actually would love to see, even though I don't necessarily think it's going to be that good, but I'd just love to see this new Baywatch movie. Yeah. He's got to have a cameo in it, oh, too. Totally. You know, like, totally. Like, there's just no, there's no way if he, you know, but anyway, they like. Gotta, they, I mean, they're bringing back him, they're bringing back Pamela Anderson. What was the other one? Tiffany Thiessen? Uh, no. What was. Choosing uh, Save by Bell. Who was, um. Who was. There's another one. What's the fucking Erica. 
No. I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, like, I watched, like, two Who episodes of Baywatch. Yeah. By the time Baywatch was on, I had access to cable. Yes. And so I didn't have any fucking need for Baywatch. But, um, but anyway, like, it, it, really, it, it was just, it was such a, uh, like, a, a funny moment, you know, like, every time they tried to get kind of serious and whatever, he'd start talking about, you know, some goofy thing from the 80s in yeah. his childhood, but they would see it as, like, these beautiful stories. Yeah. Stuff, you know, yeah. like, Excuse me. It was so. It was just so sweet, but funny. I mean, they just, it was. Just it's such an amazing a tightrope, you know, kind of act that they do there. <coughs> the, the old, and the, I thought that, you know, I thought that like his eulogy at Yondu's funeral, basically, where he says oh, yeah. basically David Hasselhoff was my dad. Yeah. And I'm like, and they, they really aren't playing it for laughs. Like they really no. are playing it just this straight, oh, beautiful kind of uh, yeah. sentimentality. Yeah. But, they, uh, and and you know and they also the you know the whole. You know, he and or uh, Yondu and, and Rocket, you know, kind of, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. coming to come to an understanding of like, you know, a lot of catharsis in this movie. Yeah, there really was a man. lot of a lot of catharsis, a lot of self examination, which I, I love. I mean, yeah. I love, I, I, you know, you love to see characters, you know, kind of grow and change and evolve and everything. Yeah, and I, I think it's fantastic. I mean, it'd be so it'd be so easy to really just, uh, you know, be repetitive after the first film. Yeah. And they managed to. That's the thing. I mean, they managed to kind of do that. They managed yeah. to be repetitive. They managed to kind of have some of the same gags and everything. I really, but a lot not of the in same the way gags. that annoys you. Exactly. I was gonna say. Really, there was a lot. Yeah. That was very, very tied to the you know the the first film, but not like you said, not rep- didn't feel repetitive. It no. felt. It, it still feels felt like funny. Like still coming felt, home. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If it feels like you know slipping back into a really comfortable pair of. Um, Latex stockings. Yeah, yeah, that right. was that, that was, was it. That was it. I was really, I, I was really trying to say mankini, but I'd already said like you know a pair of, and I'm like, how can you wear a pair of mankinis? <laughs> but I guess, I guess if you're big enough, you could find a way. I guess it's true. Um, I uh, we should have a go at that sometime. Yeah. For charity, for charity. <laughs> it was for charity. <laughs> have you ever derailed a penis? A <laughs> truck train with your penis. And then taking the part and eating it piece by piece. Yes, I did. It was Um, So anyway, I um, I really though I like, I mean there was legit just laugh out loud moments, and I will I will say like a lot of them were from the trailer. Yeah. But they still worked. Like you know, did. sometimes you, you you hear that joke that you've heard from the the trailer so many times. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, it's a good but reason it, to not watch the trailers too. Well, much. that's true. That's true. But it's it's they still. It's I true. thought I thought they still held up pretty well. Well, and the other th- the thing that's kind of good about it also, and I do I like this kind of thing where they edit the trailers in such a way that by the time you get to see it in the film, it's in a different context. Like yeah. the, the gag where, you know, Gamora says, all you do is yell at each other, you're not uh, you're not friends, and Drax says, we're a family, and we don't leave anyone behind. And then it... Except you. Except you, know? you, yeah. And, you know, so, like, you saw that joke in the trailer, but it was played as though he was, you know, we're family, except you. Except you, know? you yeah. So, you know, that's... A, like, the joke has a little bit more juice to it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've been through a little bit more to where it kind of holds a little more weight. Yeah, so, it's you know, it's smart. The, the way that they go about it. Oh, yeah, that. definitely. I, 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 uh, ah, man, I just, I thought they did such a, such a good job. Like, it just, it was, it was, it, you know, I kind of like how you, you think about it, but like, the majority of the movie did not have the entire cast together, you know? I mean, you That's had true. two yeah, very distinct up. stories going on for the, va- for the majority of the film. Yeah. And, um, but I think I think that worked great. I that mean, worked I mean, perfect. Yeah, you know, like Rocket and Yondu might be the most unlikely sort of. Uh, yeah, I, you know, to be honest, to I kind of thought it worked I, so well. I kind of thought they're. I was like, you know, well, what are they going to do? Like, is you know, it, and then theirs was maybe even more enjoyable than than on the planet because they were, you know, at that point they were just kind of moving the story along, and so it was, it was more, you know, yeah. standard sort of storytelling type type of stuff. Um, um, so so so, what new characters do we have now that are going to be? Is the guy the 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 uh, what, what's the name again? Reaver Taserface. No, no uh, the what's the name of the group? The Ravagers. Uh, the Ravagers. I don't know why I keep wanting to say Reavers. The yeah. um, well, the Reavers are from X Men. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Ravagers, like that, the one guy that did end up helping him there at the end. Uh, it, it, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah well, it, it's fucking Sean Gunn. It's, it's yeah. It's James Gunn's brother. Oh. Okay. Uh, I can't remember his like his character's name's like uh, like Cracklin or something yeah. like that. I liked him, like, and I hope I hope he kind of like has become sort of 
a de facto sort of part of the team. I agree. I, I think. I mean, they're definitely framing him that way. You know, in their in their post credit scene. Yeah. Speaking of post credit scenes, oh yeah, there were a few. Why don't we go over them? Um, so there's the one with Craglin trying to you know trying to you to know control the fly the arrow. Yeah. Uh, there is which the, I thought they had burned the control piece it with with the. They did. He must have built a spare. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know it's goofy, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, isn't that, isn't that, did they make two? Did yeah, they, anyway. So anyway, um, you got that. <laughs> the best funny part moment. of that, though, is like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just all off screen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he just keeps going. I mean, he had to do it like probably 20 times. Oh, He's yeah. like, <laughs> and then he finally runs off. Right. Uh, then you've got the one that sets up the... Um, well, I don't, I don't know if it, I don't know how much it's setting up, but I mean, it, you know, Stallone's character, um, and you know, we we had to go, we had to go look this up because it was completely lost on me, like what we were seeing. Yeah, I, I assumed I'm like, okay, this is like a this is like a deep comic reference. This is something that you know, people who've been reading like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, for 20 years, like they're going to get this scene. Yeah, completely lost on me, and then you know, you went and looked it up, and apparently, like you know, that's an homage to. Uh, Starhawk. Guardi- Guardi- yeah, so he's playing Starhawk. And, uh, and then, you know, like, that's kind of... Like, those are all, I guess, members of, like, uh, Guardians from the comics. Like, the team from, from like the years 1960s past. Or, yeah, yeah, well, like, yeah, I don't know if it's, like, from, like, the original run in the 60s or in the 90s yeah. or whenever. But anyway. But, yeah, that was, that, was, that was kind of lost on me. Although, you know, again, it, it, you didn't really, like... It was still an interesting, you know, moment. It yeah. still, you know, was... But I guarantee you for some people, they were losing their minds over that shit. Exactly, exactly. Um, the notion that Stallone may that Stallone may take a bigger role in Guardians movies moving forward. Yeah. No trouble at all with me. I'm totally down for that. Um, unfortunately, we did not get the on-screen Tango and Cash reunion we that we yeah. had hoped for. It did, it did kind of happen. I mean, they're in the same movie. They are, but yeah, but, it was kind of a and and let's be honest, oh, like man, I think it'd been great. It's it's possible that um what and what is uh Russell's the planet's name? I can't Ego, remember. Ego Living Planet. Um it I guess it's 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 possible in a unicron like fashion he may not be, you know, completely dead forever. <laughs> yeah, he's know? not all the way dead. Yeah, there there's they're there's gonna get a chocolate covered something around. and have Billy Crystal shove it down his throat and then <laughs> Um yeah, you could be right about that. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, okay, no, yeah, now, kinda, this is the thing, though. I kind of doubt it, but just, you know, possible. I can't remember. Was Ego the Living Planet a Celestial in the book? Because I thought the Celestials were like... I mean, that was like the Living Tribunal and, you know, all those... Uh, I don't uh, know. I mean, I, I sort of feel like he was, but and I'm not sure, like, that there weren't... I mean, I feel like there was, like, a shit ton of those, though. You know? Yeah, I mean... And there, so maybe, there maybe there's a... Maybe specific group, but then there's also just like there are a bunch of them as well. Right. Yeah. I just I, I can't remember. I, I just I can't remember if they're if that's something they changed. Yeah. Uh, from the comic or, or not. I just uh, you know. Well, and the thing I also really I liked know. was ah, red light. They always do. The the thing I really give Marvel a lot of credit for, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that say like, well, no, they they did this wrong, or they're you know, hey, they they messed up here or whatever. But as a general rule, I think they handle these things. <clears throat> pretty good. And the one thing I was thinking is like, okay, so now Star-Lord's going to be an immortal? Well, no. His no. power was tied to the planet. So now the power... You know, but it's like... But but it made sense why now he could withstand that, you know... The Infinity Stone. The Infinity Stone before. You know, it's like they, they kind of keep giving you these little bits of like... Well... But he's not just super, you know, super powered where he can't, you know... Because, I mean, if that was the case, then it, it'd make the next couple of movies a little more boring. You know, now they've explained why... It won't be a problem for the next movies, you know. Yep, it's good. I, I mean, the, the um, you can't you can't ever let your heroes be too comfortable. Exactly. Hence Civil War. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you know, the, the more you tear them down, the, the greater the, the greater the victory. Yes. God damn it! Stop eating the popcorn. popcorn. I like it hard. <laughs> the hard when you're holding it. So um, let's see what else. Uh, so other post-credit scenes: Teenage Groot. Yes, Teenage uh, Groot, which was just that was fine. It yeah. was fine. Yeah, it, it was mildly funny. What else? What else? What else? Uh, oh, so yeah, the Adam Warlock. Mm. Now, 
obviously you've got a you've got a race of supposed perfect blue uh, or uh, gold skinned skin, people. Yeah. It's hard to not think that might have something to do with Adam Warlock. Um, well, you know, although admittedly, I never really. I, I never that that was never a thought in my head through the movie. Now, oh no, again, no! But like in hindsight, it's yeah, totally in hindsight obvious. Makes absolute sense. And I guess they said the name of them a few times. And and, I, and again, if I knew Saw the history them. better, it's just been so long since well, I, you I know, read them that I I don't know. I, and I I only am just vaguely familiar with Warlock's origins from the like the original story, which may have changed over the years. But I thought he was created by like a group of scientists. You know, he was supposed to be like the the perfect human. Yeah. Um, which, it, you know, fits in quite nicely with the whole sort of philosophy of the Sovereign. Yeah. But I don't know if, if you know, that's one of those things that, you know, they change the origin in reincarnation, uh, reincarnations uh, over the years Since to, then, yeah. to better suit uh, the story or whatever. But in any case, that, to me, that was probably the post-credit scene I was most excited about. It definitely was kind of the most, like, sort of... Yeah, the others were put for fun, you know, for the most part, and that one was was definitely more like, ah, well, here's here's, here's something coming deal. up. And <laughs> yeah, well, they they cut to the thing, you know, they're like, is that a new birthing chamber? They cut over to it. And I'm like, looks kind of like Adam Warlock's cocoon. She's like, I should call him Adam. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's because it's Adam Warlock's cocoon. I should call him Adam Warlock. Then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I uh, again, it's like I'm sure they've I'm sure they've changed things that would maybe. You know, frustrate people more um, looking for you know the original source, you know, kind of thing. Right. I just I feel like they've done a, a really reasonable job, though, for making they're tying these things together. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, that you know what they do is that they keep the spirit of it right where it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you know the, the details that they change, I think they change for good reasons. Yeah. In most cases, I, yeah, I mean maybe. It, I'm sure that there's some, you know, random examples where that doesn't hold true, but I think sure. more often than not they do it right. Uh, what is interesting is that, you know, Warlock's cocoon is in the collector's gallery in the first movie. Oh. But I'm sure that, you know, that that will that will in hindsight that will only be an easter egg and not any kind of canon true sort of I mean uh, and who knows maybe establishment. They, maybe they'll say something where, you know, she she needed something that could harness that power and she because they talk about the, um, don't they say take take? Where are they going to take Groot to the uh, the uh, what's fucking um, Benicio del Toro's character's name? The collector. The collector. Yeah. Didn't they say something about take him to the collector? Say he's too cute to kill. He's too adorable to kill, or something. Oh, like that. They said take him to the tailor. You know, they oh, made him like the, the little tailor. Oh, that's right. Okay, I missed that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, now that makes sense. Yeah. I thought they were going to like sell him off or something. Like they they couldn't bring themselves to kill him, but they were going to sell him off. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, that makes, that makes more sense. So, I, um, I, you know, the, the the baby Groot thing I thought worked really well. There there was a time or two where I was just a little like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, we, we <laughs> it's funny, it's, we still, it. it's still funny, it's bordering on, I got, you know, like, like, like maybe, the, ne- maybe the next one, this. the next one might, might be the one, right. so play your cards <laughs> right, okay. No, but I mean, as a general rule, I, th- I thought they, they had a really good. I actually, I really did kind of like the whole sort of like what is what is um, what does Drax say to him when he's running up to the ship? He's like, "Get out of the way!" You he says something to him like you. I I, I know the moment, uh, but I can't remember the line. He said something. He I just remember thinking <laughs> like it's just kind of a mean thing to say, but of course it you know. But it's Drax. But it's Drax, yeah. But yes. <laughs> Dude, I love. Drax really still, even though maybe like from a core component of what the movie needed to move along, yeah. wasn't as important. God, he's still just by far like the best, best funniest part about like the he's movies. You terrific, know? man. He's fucking terrific. Dude. I love her. She wakes him up. I must speak with you. Oh no, y'all. <laughs> I'm oh, 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 I was just thinking about being with you physically. I like a woman with meat on her bones. God, it's just. And then she says something. He's like, "Well, you don't have to be personal, but yeah. or something like." That. I do not think of you that I do not even generally like your type, or your race, or whatever. <laughs> yes, you know, yeah, things like you. You don't have to get personal. You don't have to get personal. No, Drax. I mean, oh, Drax. Really, God. he is so just, funny. He is like, he is. I mean, he's just a, a gift to a writer. I mean, because you can just do anything. With yes, him. you yeah. can have him say anything. Yeah, and uh, and that's the thing. Like they, they use Drax so well. 
both comedically and dramatically. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. He's like, I mean, I think that's true of all the characters, but yeah. I, I think maybe it, with Drax it's most effective. But they can really move him, you know, from one side to the other really quickly and yeah. easily, and it's equally as effective. He's a really <laughs> superb character in that really regard. And he does such a good job. Like, there's, it, 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 Man, it seems like it'd be hard to be up. a character who is just so um, sort of flat with his delivery, you know, other than maybe the times he's, like, bellowing a laugh, you know. But, I mean, he's yeah. so, like, flat with, like, I don't even think, you know, I, I, you know I'm just thinking of myself being with, you know, he's, just, he's such a sort of flat delivery. But for that to be such an engaging character, you'd think that'd be difficult. Yeah. But, man, Batista really, like, you know, he... He really does a good job with that. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. you know. They got the right fucking guy. They really role. did. They really did. So. <laughs> I was just thinking of, like, some of the lines, but I love that, that line where he's like, don't call me a raccoon. He's like, okay, let's call you trash panda. Trash panda. And he's like, is that worse? Is that, is that, is that better? Way worse. <laughs> worse. It's way worse. <laughs> That's the, 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 the thing that I, I love. Just, I just love that. It's, it's like, is that. Is that better? <laughs> like I love that none of them know. Yeah. Like what the, when they're trying to insult the one another because they're almost always trying to do it, so they should just assume. Right. I I love that there's like a there's like this interesting sort of like Top Gear, uh, sort of uh, chemistry between like Drax, Rocket, and and Peter. Yeah. Where like two of them will always gang up on the third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that. No, you're absolutely right, man. Um, and it, and just how they think about that, like that whole bit where. They basically play that same bit for for sentimental things at the very end. Yeah. You know, the whole calling him a name, yep. you know, and then and at that time he's like, yeah, I'm definitely being meaner to him, you know. Yeah. And then later it's like, no, I'm actually, that's, that's he's pretty cool. You know, like right. like they're, they play the, they, 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 they kind of, they get you ready for something and then they, you know, do something different, you know, to kind of make, give you a different emotion. Yeah. Really cool. I, I do. I like that. I mean, you know, it's a relatively simple device. Yeah. As, as far as writing goes, but it's like so effective. You know, you set that thing up, even, you know, it could be a joke, it could be a dramatic beat, but you set it up early on and then, you know, you come back and, and pay it off later. Like, you know, the, oh, my nipples! <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it works, man. It yeah. fucking works. It's good stuff. It really does, man. They, uh, they nailed it. I, I would love to know, like, what the feeling is, you know, most people, because, like, I thought that was fantastic, you know, and I'm, I hope, I'm, I'm hoping it has the same sort of reaction that it had for the first one. I hope it's even bigger. I mean, because oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, the first one, I think, was, you know, a bit of a, you know, from from out of nowhere, yeah. you know, kind of hit. And this one, obviously, I think, you know, people are, uh, just go, man. <laughs> Nobody's going to stop you. Just go. Yeah, I, uh I thought they did an amazing job. Who is he honking his horn at? Like the red light's going to respond. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it that bad, just run it. <laughs> anyway, um, um, I, I, I hope it's even bigger. I mean, I, I hope that they just, uh, I hope that everybody is so excited after, you know, having seen the first one and discovered what a gem it was. Yeah. That, um, that you know, they're just uh, losing their minds to come out and see this one. Yeah. I think as of... I think as of yesterday, I think like the like was it opening day with with Thursday previews included? They did to 140. Oh wow! Or or were, or were they estimating that that was going to be the, like the total weekend take? That seems like be, that would be the total weekend take. But I yeah, mean, 140 is really high. 140 for a would be days. high for a single day. But I mean, hell, these That's these Titanic days, numbers. as much as I do love looking at the numbers, man, it, it feels like every single new year, you know the the. Yeah. And, and part of it's just because you know the fucking the dollar isn't worth a damn thing. That, anymore, just, that so. just speaks to inflation more than exactly. anything. More than and, really success. And, and that's why, unfortunately, it's kind of a little harder to get as excited. I mean, like they had that. Well, and they all are playing tricks too. Like or I say tricks. I mean it's whatever. But like uh, the Fast and the Furious did the whole worldwide release where they had you know a fucking you know was it five hundred million dollar opening or something crazy like that because it was you know uh, they did the simultaneous release. whatever it was yeah and. Um, I don't know. I just think the um, there's like a certain certain amount of that that's like it is neat to kind of look at, and uh, I'm sure this one did really well. I think I think they'll they'll do okay. I'm very curious to see what the overseas numbers are. I'm sure I'm sure they're going to do okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I just uh, I loved it. I'm, I'm I, I am a little bit surprised that there was no. I mean, they talk about Thanos 
a fair mm-hmm. bit, especially Nebula. Yep. They talk about Thanos, but so uh, no. no, no scenes with him. I thought I thought for sure there would be a tag scene or something that might set up Infinity War, where you see, you know, like whatever Thanos' plan is, you know, like you know, we're at the end of Civil War or whatever, yep. or maybe it's Ultron, whatever it is, where you see the scene where he, he comes in, he grabs the gauntlet, and he yep. says, "Fine, I'll do it myself." Whatever tag scene that was, I guess it was Ultron. Um, I feel like. I, I thought we be, might see like sort of like a like a continuation of that tag scene. Like I feel like we will still see is. it, but I think it's going to now be in Thor, don't you? Because like, uh, that'll yeah, be the last probably, one. Yeah, you're, you're probably right before the sort of next year's big big releases. Yeah, that, that'll make sense too. Um, um, we might even see we might even see Thanos in in Thor Ragnarok. It'd it be interesting. I I really like you know we talked about earlier the Thor Ragnarok trailer and like I love the. Excuse me. How much of a Guardians feel it has, like yeah. you know, I, I like, and, and to some degree, it's like we well, you know, well, you don't, you don't, you know, Guardians is his own thing, and you don't want it. But it's like, look, all of the Marvel movies, for the most part, have a certain feel. And so, what, what, what is bad about saying like, you know, hey, here's this other one that has maybe a little bit different vibe. Let's, you know, people really like that though. Let's let's take another movie and, and kind of give it let's that. Steer it know? in that direction. Because I got to be honest, like, you know, the first Thor. Was 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 definitely decent, you know. I, I didn't hate it by any means, but I I will say that it is, on looking back, you know, it, it's a little weaker. And yeah. and and the the dark. Uh, yeah, the, the second the second uh, one is the, ooh, the second one's bad. Dark world. Dark world. I was, I was gonna think of the name. Yeah, I, just, I rewatched it actually a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And, uh, man, it's it's hard to get through. It's got moments. It's got moments that are pretty good. Yeah. On the whole, yeah, there's not much there. And that's why I think it's kind of. A really good thing that they're going in a significantly different direction. Yeah, I, and I frankly, agree. I think that's off, exactly what they need. And frankly, more off Earth, you know, like they, yeah, like Thor. I, I I've always felt like you know is a more, you know, he's a off more galactic world, character. world character. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I that's the thing. It, it feels like it feels like it's taken him three times at bat to like really get it. But you know, the, if again, if the trailer is indicative of the film yeah I think they finally found it I think, I think they you're right. finally got the formula I think you're right so uh, we'll just have to keep our fingers crossed on that so we got we uh, two doses of Howard the Duck oh god 100% more Howard the Duck in this film than the last I I, I don't I, I guess it's like people maybe who were like fans of the comic or something which I I have no familiarity yeah. whatsoever with Howard the Duck the comic I'm only aware of the film, which you want to talk about things from the 80s that are nigh unwatchable, that's it. That's yeah. at the top of the fucking list. I'll watch... Who, who directed that piece of crap? <laughs> I, um... I tell you, I... To me, it feels like it's one of those where, like, hey, we can put something in that will be a, a neat... You know, people will be like, oh, hey! Yeah. But it has, like, no bearing on anything else they do. Like, it's, it's very inconsequential. And that, to me, feels like maybe that's one reason they use it. Because they're like, you know, look... If we put somebody else in, people are going to be clamoring for, like, where is this at? Like, nobody's going to be clamoring for more Howard the Duck. Yeah. And if they are, they should be shot. Yeah, nobody in this fucking car. Yeah. So, I guess that, uh, you know, it's an easy thing to say, as they did say in the press junket and everything for the film, that, you know, the first movie was about becoming a family, and the second movie is about, you know, sort of being a family. Mm. And, um... It's an easy enough thing to say, but it is fascinating. All of the all of the different relationships and things that you see in this movie. There, you know, there's uh, there's parental stuff, there's sibling stuff. Um, you know, I, I I thought the scenes between Nebula and Gamora were really really interesting. Yeah. You know, and I, I obviously I don't have the experience of you know being a woman and having a sister, but I have to imagine. That, you know, that that moment where Nebula really kind of exposes her raw nerve yeah. and says, I wanted a sister and you wanted to win. That's the thing, like... I you, felt like, man, like, that that really feels like... Because don't you always... Like, up until this movie, I always felt like those roles were reversed. Yeah. Like, I always felt like, you know... Uh, Nebula, Nebula was more... Wanted to wanted to fight and she just wasn't as good. And, and it was kind of more yeah. of a just, you know, well, Gamora was just... You know, she she 
probably because she wasn't fighting out of anger, she was better. Like, you know, maybe more of a pure character. Right. And they kind of were like, no, no, she probably was... She, she was just being that the, the sister who does kind of, you know, maybe get everything. This is, you know, the one right. that, you know, the, the parents always, you know, kind of like and the, push on. Whereas The like, firstborn. Yeah. And she's the middle kid. Kind of, you know. You know, that's the thing. I mean, like, it, I, it makes her, it makes Nebula actually a, a, a more sympathetic, sympathetic character. character. Yeah. It, it explains who she is. And, and mm-hmm. that's the thing. I mean, like, even, uh, like, I, again, I mean, I'm a huge fucking fan of Michael Rooker. Like, I lo- oh, yeah. love the guy. Yeah. I think he's such a cool... Uh, such a cool kind of character actor. Oh yeah, and but what they give him to do in this movie, and I mean, it's like from the very first moment, from the very first moment you see Yondu, where he is, you know, he's like up in that uh, up in the room up. with like like the, the the pleasure droid or he's, whatever. He's, he's, he's zipping. I mean, it's a great introduction. Yeah, he's, he's literally just got done. I mean, he's you know, he's literally zipping up, but there's this very somber kind of contemplative quality to him in that very first scene and you instantly I mean they instantly set this foundation that you're going to get a very different take on the character yeah. than you did in the first movie. Yep. The fact that they kind of I mean without changing him overtly it's it's just more like revealing more of him mm-hmm. and you know the, of course you know the whole the, you know the story he tells about you know being a Kree battle slave and you know his parents you know gave him gave him up uh, you know to the Kree presumably they got something in exchange yeah um all that stuff. I mean, like the fact that I, I, I think the brilliant thing that this movie does, and it's the thing that the Star Wars prequels never managed, mm-hmm. was to explain how twisted people end up that way. Yeah. You know. Yep. Um, and that's the thing is that you know at the at the heart, figuratively and literally, I suppose, at the heart of uh, of all these characters who are outcasts and misfits and all that kind of stuff. You can kind of see, you know, the, the, the vulnerability within them is what makes them sympathetic and, yeah. and easy to connect to, and it's just it's just superb superb writing. I mean, the characters are just so so well written yeah. that uh, that you know you can see you can see yourself and aspects of yourself. You know, like I can I can see you know aspects of myself in Peter with my dad, but I can also see aspects of myself in Yondu. You know, having a child of my own. It, yeah. It's so amazing to be able to just kind of experience all those different emotions from those different points of view. It's just superbly well done. Yeah. And yeah, it's really ironic that it's a science fiction movie. It was about that, to say. That we're sitting here just talking about, like, all the drama. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, that's the thing that I really think, on the whole, these these this Marvel franchise, this the Marvel Universe they've created has done so well. Yeah. Is they've done good movies. Like, right. Every once in a while, there might be one that does rely on some sci-fi element that that really can only be done in a sci-fi film, maybe. But as a general rule, most of the things going on and most of the real conflict is coming from stuff that, like, happens to all of us, you know? It's relatable stuff. Just on a different scale, you know? And that's the thing I always did love about comic books when I read them when I was younger was... The same thing, like you know, you know, you'd, you'd hear, you'd, you'd read a story about, you know, someone, you know, having being addicted to some, you know, energy pod that you know they have inside their body that is, and you kind of realize that that's just someone that's addicted to drugs, addicted right. to, you know, you know, alcohol you begin, or something. You, you begin kinda, to see the metaphor, yeah, and you and you kind of can maybe understand that those things better, or maybe maybe have sympathy for them, maybe be you know frustrated at yourself because you can't you know, get over something when you, and you see it in somebody else and you're like, oh, that's, man, you're being so stupid. Why don't you listen to it? And then you kind of realize, ah, I ah. do that same sort of thing with this other thing over here. When I point a finger like at me you, and there's Skittles. three pointing back you at me. You give me Skittles. Oh, yeah. And I oh. fly off the handle. That's you know, I got to right. realize that, you know, Skittles Yeah, are we got a fucking, we got a fucking rule in this state about Tony and Skittles. Um... And popcorn. And popcorn, bitch. You, you, you have to tell Shelly she's damn lucky that this is, she's getting bought, any. I should have bought two bags. Jesus. I'll tell her it's popcorn tax. But tell her saying <laughs> popcorn tax. Like this is like this is transpo fees right here. Look, you just tell, you you just think, tell her. You think I bring a box any. of popcorn across the neutral zone? It doesn't cost me anything. <laughs> What's Sydney Green Street say in, uh, in Casablanca? Of course, there will be a few incidental carrier charges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man, I, I tell you, um, you know, with the first movie, James Gunn, 
I think I'd seen one of his films. I think I, I think I saw Slither. I can't remember if I saw any of his movies prior to Guardians. Mm-hmm. Beyond that one, but um, really, like from out of nowhere, he's like created his own little sort of like Star Wars. You know, like I mean, he's got this amazing, you know, kind of sci-fi franchise that is completely his. I mean, it's just, oh, yeah. you know, it's got his his DNA all over it. Yep. It's wholly unique. It's really, really fun. And yet, as we've just been sitting here talking about, like, the bones of it, like, what makes it really, really good mm-hmm. is terrific drama. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and so consistent. I mean, like, again, yeah. like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say that I was worried about it, but, like, you know, you have this thought in your head, like, well... How can what it be this, as good? What if this one isn't, you know, quite as good? I mean, how, how many times how can, can it tell? be as good? And then... Lo and behold, it's as good. It is. I tell you what, man. It's. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna do for the third one, but I'm. I'm all. I'm all in. Oh hell yeah! They can have my money now. So when did the first one come out? Is it fourteen? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that so, sounds I mean, right. Let me. Uh, so we got. Let's look here. We got. We, three yeah. Years. He said three years. So yeah. Uh, you know, he he made a really, actually a really touching kind of emotional post to Facebook where he talked about, you know, just how how wonderful it is to you know to uh, be doing this yeah 2014 to be doing this movie that everybody loves and how connected it makes him feel to people and mm-hmm. uh, I mean you know, he talks about you know how he really you know he felt completely disconnected from people from you know from feelings of love and all that stuff that uh, you know that he had suicidal thoughts when he was younger because mm-hmm. he felt so disconnected from people and what the, you know, what the movie has really kind of brought to him is that enormous feeling of being connected to other people, and uh, I think that, I think that that is uh, very appropriate given, you know, the theme of the movie and everything. It is kind of, you know, I mean, like I want to maybe surprising is the right word, but I mean, you know, to think that like someone who felt that way, yet was able to tell a story that has such feeling in it. You know, you kind of, you kind of would wonder like, you know, what, what would, what do you pull upon if, yeah. if you struggled with that, you know, and somehow man just really, uh-huh. did just a, a really, really good job with it. It, it. It's an interesting kind of insight, you know, into, into what, you know, if they say that, you know, the writer crafts their ideal world. Yeah. And yeah. it's an interesting way to kind of think about, uh, think about those movies. But anyway, to, to finish the, the point in that Facebook post, he says that, uh, you know that he's doing Guardians three, and so that you know he'll be on this journey for another three years. Mm. So, presumably, that locks the release sometime in twenty twenty. Yeah, no, it make, makes sense. I'll be there. When are we gonna get another like announcement of like when, when will this phase be over? Is it with uh, Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet, War? I guess. Infinity yeah, War. Infinity War will will kind of close this out, and then we'll be on to a whole new era of the. Well, and, and I well now and that's the thing. Like, are there's we still some hear, there's we... still some question about whether Infinity War is two movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, because right. remember, for the long time it was Infinity War one and two, and then, and then it was like Infinity maybe. War and an untitled Avengers film. Yeah. So we'll kind of see, but I'm assuming that by the time that the sequel. Whatever that second Avengers film is, mm-hmm. either that or Infinity War will close the chapter on, or close the book on Phase Three. I was, I was trying to remember when we got that big Phase Three announcement, the one that was kind of funny because you know DC like rushed to get one ahead of them and be like, <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, we're gonna be doing a Flash movie and a Batman movie and a Justice movie. And You're gonna a, love it. Zack Snyder's gonna direct it. And it was like, you know, because because Marvel had already announced like the very next day, like m- a month ahead, yeah, that they were gonna be doing theirs. But I remember, you know, they laid out Black Panther, they laid out um, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel um, Doctor Strange, which I guess Captain Marvel is really the only one I haven't heard much about yet. I mean, I guess I mean, it does have a, a new director, right? Uh, I guess it has. I don't know. That's I a felt good like question. it had, felt like it had kind of gone through just a little bit of that. Like my phone has died on me. Oh, you swine! Oh. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, it's not a huge deal, but I wonder, you know, because I was trying to remember when we got that, and it felt like it was before um, Phase Two was over. Yeah, because it was kind of like, hey, here's yeah, what's coming. Yeah, I think coming. you're right. I think it was probably, I think it was probably before Ultron. So I figure like we gotta probably have next year sometime announcements for Phase Four. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I'm wondering if any of the sequels that are on the books right now are going to spill over into Phase Four. I'm trying to remember. Because I think we're getting... I mean, Infinity War is next year, right? The first one mm-hmm. is next year. And I, what else is next year? Is, is it Captain Marvel? 
I think Captain Marvel's Black next Panther, year. right? Actually, it might be all three. It might yeah. be Captain Marvel, Black Panther. I think next year was the end of the end Infinity of, War. of that of that phase. Now, like you right. said, if they do a second one, because that was the thing, it was going to be year back to back for the Infinity War movies when we thought that, right? Like, but anyway, 2018, 2019, something like that. If we just want to suppose, for the sake of conversation, that it closes with Infinity War, then that would push like Ant Man and Wasp into Phase Four, Guardians Three into Phase Four. And, uh, you know, whatever. And who knows? Like, that'll be the cool thing. Like, I'm really kind of, like, I'd really like to see what this this Captain Marvel movie's going to look like. Yeah, me too. And I'm very anxious I'm to almost see kind of, the trailer. I almost have this weird feeling that the one small shine, sort of shining glimmer in DC is Wonder Woman. Yeah. And Wonder Woman, admittedly, I think does look really good. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm excited about it. Other than her armpits, apparently. Because... Because feminism, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I um, I really have, a, and I wonder if we haven't heard as much because I almost wonder if they're going to kind of wait and see a little bit because because this is going to be the first you know female superhero standalone flick yeah. from Marvel. Yeah, and I wonder if they're they're not like they're scared or anything, but just like maybe they're just kind of interested to be like you know we're not going to really leaking details till we kind of see the impact of of that movie. Because I don't think, even though I think it's going to be good, I don't think it's going to do maybe quite the numbers that, say, something like Guardians has done. But now maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. I mean, it, I think it'll all come down to, you know, how they market it and, you know, what kind of effort they make to get the word out. The thing is, I mean, you know, Wonder Woman has universal name recognition. I mean, that is true. You know, people who have never picked up a comic book in their life, they know who Wonder Woman is. They know the fundamentals of the character, whether it's, you know, just from, you know, from like the TV show or, you know, from whatever. Yeah, yeah. Captain Marvel, I think, is. I mean, she's not an obscure comic character. I mean, you know, no, but but you're right. It's, but she's she, not. She's not. Doesn't have she the ain't Spider Man either? You know. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I think she's more obscure than Iron Man was when you know the first Iron Man movie. I would came agree. Out. But you know, that was the thing though. Guardians was on no one's radar. Yeah, exactly. And it came out to huge, to huge. because because it really. Looked really good, and that's right. that's why I guess it'd be kind of interesting if they could. They they might be able to pull that off, if, of Captain Marvel. Exactly, if they could come out, you know, and have that, you know, because if you think like next year, you know, you'll have the first predominantly, you know, African American superhero coming from Marvel. Yeah. You know, you'll have the first you know female hero coming from Marvel. Yep. And he's you know, not African American. He's African. I'm sorry. sorry he's just he's just straight up African. straight up African. I'm sorry. I was trying to be racist. <laughs> from the middle. I, I, Wakanda's like supposed to be like right in the middle of Africa. It's like they've got like I can't. I, can't I guess remember. I was even really thinking of the actor. But oh you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You're, no, you're, you're right. right. Yeah, you okay. Right. I'm sorry. You're right. No, yeah. but you are right. Like the character itself is. Yeah. You're, you're right. And uh, it's from like the the. It's like the center. Well, I was gonna say eastern. But I guess it's western because once you get on that side, everything's kind of reversed. Because isn't he kind of towards the? I can't remember. Like Wakanda's like supposed to be like on the like you know there's like five borders. Yeah. You know? Like Wakanda's like right in the middle of like. Five nations. I'm trying to remember that, you know, like that image from uh, from Civil War. But yeah. anyway, the point not important. Yeah. But the point is, is that Marvel. Keep talking, I'm eating popcorn. Marvel has some interesting. They've got some interesting things coming up, and I think that have the potential to be like Guardians, and that to non comic book readers, you know, Black Panther, Captain Marvel well, may not be hugely visible. Obviously, if you've seen Civil War, you know Black Panther. Well, yeah, but still. But I'm saying that, like, as far as like those movies or you know those characters having like a presence in the consciousness the way that a Wonder Woman or a Superman does, they don't really have that. But that also gives them that ability, like Guardians, to kind of come from out of nowhere yeah. and just hit you upside the head like, what the hell is this? This is my well, favorite thing ever! And also just, you know, I, I, I will say, I think there's something to the fact like, you know, they've made a, a very genuine effort to include a, a you know, I say predominantly, but it's almost entirely, uh, you know, a black cast for Black oh, Panther, yeah, yeah. and which makes sense. W- w- it makes sense, but also, you know, to be honest with you, it makes sense. But in every other movie, you'd have, you know, it wouldn't be that way. You know what I mean? Like they would have, they would have just done it. You know, with, they'd with find other a way actors. for Matt Damon to get. Well, in he'd there. spend all of his time in America for the for the missions. You know, and, <laughs> yeah, and he would yeah, just exactly. be like, all, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they would, they would, there'd be a right. reason why it was the way it was. But I think they're really making this effort of like. Here's, you know, let's give a superhero character out there that will bring in a new audience. You know, maybe an audience that maybe, you know, 
you know, likes the Iron Man movies, likes Captain America movies, but let's give them something that maybe speaks a little bit more to them that they might enjoy more. Right. Um, the same way with it could, you know a female a, a female role. Exactly. Like I think they're kind of I think they're I think they're broadening their. I, I bet you because I always wondered why it could work out really well for them if to, they do it right. To some degree, when they announced Black Panther and Captain Marvel, I just remember thinking those two is like I don't think of those two as as very. Like they're not they're they're not the first people I think of yeah. sometimes, but I think it was maybe very strategic. And I don't even I don't even necessarily mean in like a sly way. Like let's just get as much money as we can from enough groups. No, I, I know but to some degree it is. Let's let's make movies that will it's appeal smart. to the most, the broadest base. Sure. You know, let's get and, as many people in our tent as we yeah. can. But you know, same thing with Guardians. I mean, I remember when they announced Guardians. I was like, you know, it was going to be fuck? coming up. I'm like, seriously. I'm like, that's like the most off the wall. Like, I mean, that's like one of the most obscure fucking. Oh yeah. Marvel books, you know, whatever. I like it. It made it no just sense. So to me. random. It just yeah. sounds so like. It made no sense to why? me at all. Like, why would you? Do, why would you do that before you do a million other things? Yeah, is exa- is exactly what I remember thinking. And then and you then, saw the first trailer, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is my favorite movie well, ever!" And I'll be honest, I saw the first trailer, and I was like, "Oh my god, that looks awesome." I, 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 I fingers crossed, you know. Right. And then, and then it, when, when she finally saw it, and it was just like, "Dude, this was amazing. amazing. This was just great." Yeah, it was absolutely terrific. All right, there's your popcorn. I'm going to leave now because I can't handle this anymore. It's not my popcorn. It's my wife's popcorn. Well. Or what's left what's of left my wife's of it, popcorn. You know. <laughs> All right, Tom. All right, buddy. Well, it was a good watch. And what, what we got next? What, what's the next I one? think it's Wonder Woman. It is Wonder Woman. When, yeah, uh, when, beginning of June. All right. Like June 2nd, June 6th. Some, somewhere in there, I think. All right. I want to say it's the first week of June. Wonder Woman and her shaved armpits. Well. Which I'm frankly a fan of I'm, I'm how would Superman shave how would Wonder Woman shave very carefully yeah well I guess she's not invulnerable I mean the bracelets are invulnerable but that's true she can be hurt <laughs> it's just you better hope you you better hope you finish the job in one blow because <laughs> if she gets back up oh it's a, it's a bad day that's right you're going to be looking for your face about a mile away <laughs> <laughs> and fuck you so I guess that's it, guys. We want to thank everybody for listening, as we do always. Listen, the way that this works out, we normally end up seeing these movies after you guys have, especially uh, in the case of some of the Marvel movies that actually release in uh, Europe before they release in the States or release overseas yeah. before they release here. So putting out the call right now, if you guys want to ask us to discuss specific things about the movie, since we're going to see it probably a week or so after you guys do anyway... Hit us up on Twitter, at Breakdown Show. Give us the questions. You know, just say, hey, I want you to discuss this. Or, hey, what did you think about that? Or, hey, I got a question. But, blah, blah, blah. But importantly... Try to keep it as spoiler-free as you can. But the main thing to realize is that if you do send us those, we're not going to read them until after we get out of the movie. <laughs> uh, because we know sometimes it's difficult to ask those questions without... Uh, Without spoiling anything. Yeah, I mean, if you want, if you want to ask something about the movie and someone hasn't seen it, it's very likely you're going to at least, you know, yeah. hit upon something you haven't seen. But, but, but anyway. definitely do that because next time uh, we want to want to hear hear your thoughts. And I mean, it doesn't even have to necessarily be about what we're about to see. But I, you know, it probably would mostly uh, we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman next to go around. So I mean, exactly. Be- so if you got specific things you want to talk about in Wonder Woman, hit us up on Twitter at Breakdown Show, or of course visit the website, leave us a comment, DriveHomeBreakdown.com. All right, that's dot it for me. Net dot <laughs> slash slash triple X. Is that that's the one now, right? Yeah, triple X. I think you can. Yeah, or you can get like dot sexy and get one. We should. We should do. We should do drive home drive breakdown, home breakdown dot sexy. <laughs> and that'll be the double mankinis for uh, chair for charity no, in air quotes. Never mind. Let's not do this. <laughs> uh,